0: You're going to be learning the Sichas, the third Sikha of Parshisva This is a beautiful Rashi Sikha. And um, we're going to just divide it into two. The first part of the Shir, which will be the main Shir, will be discussing Rashi, how it's related to our Parsha, and what's actually written within Rashi. The second part of the Shir will just be why Rashi doesn't bring other proofs from other places in Tanakh. Um, and uh, co- contrast it to the proofs he actually does bring. So in this week's parsha, at the end of the parsha, this is in Peric uh, Menazayin, Basik Yud Zayin. The psukim are talking about that the hunger, the years of hunger have, have begun, and Yaakov's family has arrived in Sarem, and it says how Yosef Yosef is Avi, how. Yosef sustains his father, his brothers, the entire household, the food, even according to the children. And then he continues how there was no more bread in the land, and the land of Mitzrayim and Eretz Canaan became weary because of the hunger. Yosef collected all the silver, everything that was ready in Mitzrayim and Eretz Canaan, and he collected all the money by selling food to these individuals. Once the money was finished, the people of Mitzrayim came to Yosef and says, Give us bread. Why should we die? Because there's no more bread. So if Yosef says, I'll give you bread in exchange for your livestock. And then Pasegid Zion says that they bring the livestock to Yosef, and he gives them, And Yosef gives them bread, in exchange for horses, in exchange for the flocks of sheep, um, in exchange for the herds of cattle and for the donkeys. And then it says a funny thing, and he managed them or he led them with bread in exchange for all their livestock during that year. So the question we're going to be focusing on is, what does those words mean? He guided He led them, or he guided them with bread. What's that supposed to mean? So if you look at the mafarshim on the pasuk, they give different translations. We have Targum Uncalus. Targum says what it means is that he zaninu and he supported them. We fed them with, or provided for them with bread. So he's going to translate the word vinaalein as the idea of provided them, right? So he provided them with bread in exchange for the herds. The, the Separno translates it somewhat differently. He says that this word vinaalein we find this early in the Torah. We find it in the Torah by Yaakov and Asaph, that after their meeting, uh, Asaph wants to accompany Yaakov. So Yaakov tells them, no, no, you go ahead because I have all this clock and the sheep and have my children, I have to go much slower than you. And the Pasik uses this expression, iti," I will lead them slowly according to uh, the needs of the animals and the sheep, which is a much slower place. So it's like it's a much slower, calmer, gentler type of leading. So Soporno says that that's what our Pasik means, that Yosef means that he guided them or he led them with bread means that he gave them in a calm, smaller manners, because we know that when a person is hungry and starving, if you give them a lot of bread, a lot of food at once, that can actually be somewhat dangerous to them. So rather what you need to do is you have to give them a little bit. Give them a little bit uh, at a time, they, they get rationed, then that is actually what keeps them safe. Let's look at Rashi. How does Rashi translate to Pasuk? So Rashi says, vinale means k'moi v'naleh It means, and he, uh, like the word, and he led them, and he conducted them. But and similar uh, usages, usages of this word, it says, it's a pasuk in Yishaya, which means there is none to lead her. This is talking about the Jewish people in the times of Gaulus. That, that she has no one to lead her. And another pasuk, this is a pasuk in Tehillim, that by calm waters, he will lead me. So again, we find that this word, comes from the word, vinaha game, which is the idea of leading. So Rashi's telling us that it means leading. But of course, the question is, what, what exactly is Rashi trying to tell us? Um, I already kind of told you what the issue of what Rashi really has is that he's trying to explain Lane leim and What does that mean? But it doesn't seem like Rashi's actually telling us anything additional to those words. Vienaha leim is Rashi telling us that he led them with bread. What, what is that even supposed to mean? It doesn't seem like he's adding anything there. So maybe there are other options of what Rashi's trying to tell us. So let's look at some other options. Maybe what Rashi's trying to answer. So we have, uh, one of them, Farshe Rashi. And uh, it's called the Diktuke Rashi, a safer called Diktuke Rashi. Um, so, so, um, so he wants to say that there's another Pusik in There's another Pasuk in Yeshaya, where it's talking about that when the Jewish people will go into Gullus, uh, sorry, that there's going to be the armies, the the, the, the nations surrounding Eretz Yisrael, they're going to attack, they're going to attack the Jewish people, and they're going to come into the land of Eretz Yisrael. It says how they're going to come, such swarms are going to be in every hole and every crack, and the Pasuk finishes off, that they're even going to be in Hanahlulim, Hanalulim. They're going to be in, in the Hanahlulim, which in the Forshen translate over there, it means like a, a low uh, and, 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 and disgusting tree. So they're going to literally be everywhere, even in these small trees. Uh, that's how filled up with the, the Eretz Israel will be with these armies of the non-Jewish people. So he says that what Rashi's is trying to do is he's trying to tell you that since this word being has two translations, it can mean lead, and could also mean Hanolulim, which is this type of tree. So Rashi is trying to tell us that, that translating it as a tree is of yitachinkal. It wouldn't make any sense to say that that a tree with bread, I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. So therefore Rashi has to tell us that it means the regular translation, which would mean to guide and to lead. But the problem with that shot is that since it's lo makes it doesn't make any sense to say it's referring to a type of tree. Rashi doesn't have to upslug It's not the common translation of that word. It doesn't make any sense over here. So obviously it does not need, need, need to mean that. So Rashi couldn't just be coming to tell you that it doesn't mean this type of tree. And even more than that, anyways, Rashi Nishai actually gives a translation for that word and he translates it as a Tushbacha, like the Targum does over there. Bate Tushbacha means houses of praise, or houses of worship. So Rashi anyways doesn't translate as a tree. And if you're translating in houses of worship, then it's clear, and I'll add this point that, how does Rashi get that translation? Because he's not translating the word hanululim as a Lashon of Nihol, of guidance, but rather right, he's translating it as the word as Halal. He's saying the Sheryosh of the word is Halal, which means to praise. So according to Rashi, that word Halalulim has nothing to do with Arpasik. Our Arpasik our is the word yinahalim, the, 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 the Sheryosh would be the word nunhe lamid, while over there it's a Sheryosh of the word Halal, nothing to do with Arpasik, so Rashi would not need to anyways the Aptalag, because has garnished a ton the So for A, it's Lohi talking class. So he doesn't need Aptalag. And B, anyways, Rashi translated more from the idea of Halal, not the idea of Nahal, so it's not even the same word. A second option that uh, maybe Rashi's trying to tell us is Rashi's just trying to tell us that you shouldn't translate the Pasuk like Targum Unculus. Targum unklis, as we said, translates to the word meaning, and he supported them, he provided for them bread. So Rashi is trying to tell us that that is the incorrect interpretation. The reason why it would be the incorrect interpretation, according to Rashi, is because already it already says earlier in the Pasik that he provided them with bread. Because it says right at the beginning, the Yitn, the um lahem Yosef that Yosef gave them bread in exchange for the horses, etc. So what he says in the beginning of the pasik that he provided for them bread, so why would he say it again at the second, the end of the pasik? It's just repetitive. So there's no re- reason to re- repeat it twice that he provided them with bread two times in the same pasim. Uh so maybe Yos- maybe Rashi is coming to uh negate Tagum Unculus's <laughs> pshat. That's what the, the Toifan of Rashi is just to negate Unkulus. But again, that's hard to say because we have in Parsha's Tashalach by Oz Yashir, we have a very we have we have this word again. It says Nahalta, Nahalta um uh, it says, Nahalta kat'shecha, that you led with strength to your holy abode. So over there in that passage, Nahalta, Nahalta, where it says that you led, so Rashi tells us what does the word Nahalta means. It comes from the word Lashen Menahel, comes from the expression of leading, that he led the Jewish people. He led the Jewish people to the holy abode. And he says, and it's not like Targamunculus, because Targamunculus translates it as bearing or carrying. So Targumunculus, translated the Pasuk is that you carried the Jewish people to uh Ve'i Kachacha. So Rashi's telling us that it's not like Targumunculus because Targumunculus was not the dactic after lashen ivris. meaning is that the word Nahalta has nothing to do with carrying. So he's saying Targumunculus is not really translating the actual word. The word means to guide. So he guided them, he led them to Amt Kachacha. Targumunculus is, is, in a sense, elaborating somewhat that how did he guide them Had he carried them where he bared them until, until the, the Ve'i but that would not be the literal translation. So if Rashi over here was just trying to negate Targumunkalis, that why, why, why doesn't he say that? I mean, just like in Parash of the Shalach, it's exactly, it's, it's almost the same word. It says nahalta, which means guided. And he says it means lasha Nahel. And he says this and, and he excludes Targumunkalis' translation. So if that was the purpose of Rashi over here, then it should have done the same thing. Should have said that this is an expression, Mina'a game. And this is to exclude Targumunculus that didn't translate it literally. Why doesn't he do that? Alamai, he's not actually coming to negate Targumunculus, but rather, as we said initially, what Rashi's trying to do is Rashi's trying to tell us that he's trying to explain to us what the words means that he led them with bread, which doesn't have any meaning. What does it mean he led them with bread? And we're going to come back to this target, this Unculus at the end of the shir to try to explain what Targa Unculus was trying to say. But for now, let's just focus on Rashi. So that's really the first question on Rashi, is how does he explain this Pasuk? There's also a few other diyukim in Rashi that we need to understand. First of all, why does Rashi have to bring two proofs? Second of all, and this is a, another interesting idea, well, he uses the expression kmoi vinage It's like v'inahage. So Rashi has different words. Sometimes he'll use words kemay, sometimes he uses the word it's a loshen, of a yinaha game. Like in Parshu's it says loshim yinaha game. Over here it says kemay, and over there, sorry, it says loshim yinahel. Over here it says kemay binaha game. What's the difference if Rashi says kemay or he says it's a loshen? So the difference is that Kamoi means it's the same word. It's it's, as Rebbe says, it's keilu, this other word was written in the past. So it says one word, it's Kamoit, as if Bahinah game was actually written in the pasik, because it's the same thing, it's Kamoit, it's like the same thing. Um, an example of this, we actually just find it a few Pesuk earlier. It says over here in pasik Yagimel, it says, um, the Tela Eretz that Eretz Kanan, Eretz tribe uh, became uh, wary because of the hunger. So Rashi says, what does this word, the Tela, mean? It says kamoi, it's like vitilah with an alaph. So spelled is spelled toflamidhe. So what's that word teilah mean? So he says it's kamoi, it's as if it wrote toflamid alefhe, which means which he says is a lushin of a an expression of tiredness. So this haste, when he says kamoi, it means this is it's as it's it's the same it's as if that other word is written in the Apostle. So for whatever reason, Tila is usually spelled with an Aleph. That's the shayr, tough sh taf aleph. Over here in Pasif Yudimel doesn't have that aleph inside of it. It's written in a, in a shorter form. So Rashi tells us it's kamoyah. It's, it's like this other word. It's the same word. It's as if this other word was written in the pasik. So same, that's what also Rashi's trying to tell us over here, that vi'inahaleim is kamoyah as if the word vi'inah Game is written in pasif. What What is that supposed to mean? Another way that Rashi, what Rashi usually does in this scenario, he would say an expression of loshen. Loshen means that it's an expression meaning it's, it's not the same word, but it comes from that same, it's a, it means basically it's like a synonym, or it's, it comes from that type of expression. To give you some examples um, that we have. So it says, uh, al oid, which means, and he cried on his shoulder, oid, which was his V'yevk al Savari oid, that they, he cried a lot on his shoulder. So Rashi tells us it, it means har which is a lashon riboy. It's a lashon a of riboy. So again, so oid is not the same word as riboy, a lot. But he it says it's coming from that same expression as, uh, as, uh, as a riboy. So oid of emir means, it's a synonym of this idea of a riboy. Another uh, example, this is from Barak Pashas shalach it says nahalta which is a lashon of manah that you led from nevei kachacha. which he says it's a lotion of manah now means a leader. So Nahalta, to lead, uh, to lead and menal, which means a leader, is not the same word. And it doesn't mean that the Pasuk says menal that he, he is the leader to the No, it means he's just telling you where the expression is coming from. That the expression Nahalta comes from the same word as menal. So it's not as if manal is written in the Pasuk, but it comes from that word. So he's trying to tell you the etymology or the meaning of what that, of what that word is and tells you where the expression comes from. Or, 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 or what this expression is similar to. So by but, but over here, is not telling you that it's similar to Viena again, that he's translating the word Viena Rather, he's saying it's as if the word Viena game is actually written in the past. What is that supposed to mean? What is Rashi telling us with that? And, and the last question we'll ask is, he, when he gives the two proofs, he says, Vidoimalai, and similar to it is Eim or Aminei Minuchas means that it's similar, but not exactly the same thing. When Rashi wants to say it's the same thing, he would say v'chein, and, and, and similarly, and then he'll give the pasuk, as Rashi usually does. He says v'chein, this pasik or v'chein, this is the raya, meaning is that this is the same uh, idea and this other pasuk. When he says that it's doyma, it means it's not exactly the same, but it's the same general idea, therefore it could be used as a proof that we see this general concept that this word could be used in a, in a particular way. In other places also, even if it's not exactly the same. But why, so, so the question, of course, is how are they not, how is our our Pasik not exactly the same as those other two proofs that Rashi brings? So let's go into the major chiddush of what the Rebbe has over here in our sikhah. The major chiddush is, is that the word, Rashi says that it means kemoy binahagim. So if you look at all the prints of Rashi, it, it, it uh, at least the older prints, maybe some of them uh, have updated it based on the sikha, but it always says, and then it says, and gives you the source, what's vinala means, it gives you from Yeshaya, and is from base. But in all the other prints, it assumes that the word vi'inaha game is just a translation of the word vi'inaha So the Rebbe is that it's actually a Pasik in Tehillim. That in Tanakh, we find the exact word in game only once in the entire Tanakh, and that's in it says, game It talks about the Jewish people. He says, "And you guided them, you led them like a flock in the desert." So when Rashi is saying he's trying to tell you it's, it's as if the word from that pasuk in Tehillim is written in our pasuk. The reason why Rashi doesn't bring the end of the pasuk or a few other words, game for example, why doesn't he just bring the three words and everybody know what's going on? Is because Rashi doesn't need to. Usually Rashi will only bring multiple words of a pasik, either A, to, because it's a sign which pasik is referred to. For example, if you have, if you would have had the word vienna game twice in Tanakh, we wouldn't know which one he's referred to, so we'd have to say vienna game ke'eder. Then you know, oh, it's talking about the one in him. Or if the other words in the pasik are giving either a proof or giving an extra explanation to the rest of the pasik. But over here, the only word uh, that he needs to tell us is vienna game. Because he's trying to tell you that the word Vinahagaim is the word that should be put into our pas. And since it's only one place in Tanakh, we automatically know which Vinahagaim he's referring to. So what does Vinahagaim mean in the context of Midbar? means and he led them and he and he guided them and he led them in with the Hanhagim Yuchadis. He cared for them. It doesn't just mean leading, it actually means this idea of caring. And, and to explain what that means, just like in English, you have the word lead. So in English, the word lead actually has many different, has a few different translations. So the word lead can mean that you lead someone, let's say from point A to point D. So it's more of a physical type of leading. You're, you're like follow the leader, taking them into a, a particular area. It could lead, could also means that you're leading the operations. Like you're, you're leading or you're managing uh, how a particular thing should work. So Rashi's trying to tell us that when it says Be over here, it means Be It means to manage, to, to, to lead the operations, to lead the activities uh, or lead the performance, like leading an orchestra, you're leading an entire performance of what's going on. And that's what it means over there in Tehillim, because in Tehillim it doesn't mean that Hashem, the Pasuk in Tehillim is not trying to tell us that Hashem led them from point A to point B in the Midbar. That's not what the Pasuk trying to tell us. Rather as the was trying to tell us that he took care of them like like a flock in the midbar flock in the midbar needs someone to watch it and take care of it because there's no water there was no pasture so you need someone who's making sure they have everything that they need that's the idea of aid in the midbar is that they're defenseless they're hopeless on their own unless you have someone who's taking care of them to make sure they have everything they need and that's exactly how hashem conduct himself now again that he managed them he took care of them he led them uh, with all of their needs. He guided them that they make sure they have everything that they need while they're in the midbar, just like an adir. So what Rashi's trying to tell us when it says, it's that same translation, that, that Yosef was that he managed them in regards to bread, that he didn't just, um, he didn't just give them the bread and, you know, do as you see fit with the bread. Rather, Yosef gave it to them in a way that he was managing the bread that they were getting throughout the year. So he didn't get, for example, he didn't give it to them all at once. And then, you know, a month later they have nothing left. He would give it to them uh, smaller quantities throughout the year. Another example, uh, he made sure there was enough for, for, for all the years of famine. So what Yosef was doing with managing the bread means that he didn't just like a regular buying and selling thing, here's $100, here's $100 worth of wheat, but rather that he actually managed and took care of them. So he took care of them for bread. He took care of their, their needs for bread in exchange for the livestock so he was managing how they got the bread also so it was more like a government type of uh rationing uh of the bread than actual like uh, a purchaser purchasing it from a store and this actually we find that yosef and the proof of this is that we find that this is or other examples of when yosef was doing this is that we find them a right earlier in our parsha it says that that yosef provided the bread for his father, his brothers, all the people of his household, lechem the bread according to the children. Rashi says, what do you mean lechem the I mean, if he says that he's giving it for all the people of the house, obviously, he also gave enough for the children. So Rashi tells us it means the fiatah, according to the needs of all the members of the household. And the sixth echami explains, it's because a child, even though he might need, let's say he needs a piece of bread per day, but you have to know that a child will also ruin some of the bread. He'll be of the lechem, he'll crumble it. So you need to give him a little bit more because of that which he wastes. So when Yosef took care of his family, he didn't just give it like a ration according to the number of people that are in the home. Rather, he gave them to exactly how much they would need according to, you know, if they're older or younger, their children, whatever it is, whatever which was needed. So, again, this is the idea of he was taking care of all of their needs, not just giving bread and that's it. He was managing how the bread was being given to them. Similarly, we know that during the seven years of hunger, Yosef was storing grain. So the way that he stored it is, it tells us that he stored it with a system. He, he, with, with, he managed how the storage would happen. He didn't just tell Kari, look, you just got to gather up a lot of grain for the seven years of hunger, which is going to come. Rather, he, he, the way how he provided and he took care of it was that he, he stored the grain in storehouses outside of the area of where they harvested it, and they put some of the dirt and, and of that particular land with the grain and having the dirt, the soil of where the grain came from helps in the uh, pers- uh, the preserve uh, the, uh, the that it should be preserved all the grain which is there. So again, we're seeing that when Yosef took care of a particular operation, he didn't just lead it by giving a command, but rather he had an hagim yuchadis. He 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 was involved. He, he took special care to make sure that everything was done properly, and that's what Rachi's trying to tell us. Also here, in the midpoint. And that's why it says kamay. And that explains, first of all, explains how Rashi translates the word vina'alim and arpasik. What does it mean? He led them with bread. It means is that he took care of them in regards to their bread. He didn't just give them the bread, but vina'alim, he managed their their bread supply. He managed them with regards to the bread. And that's why he uses the word kamai because it means it's as if the word came from Tehillim, is being used over here because you means that's how he took care of them with bread. And this is actually the Bachia, Rebbein Bachia also actually translates our Pasuk similar to this. Rebbein Bachia says that what does it mean? He says that uh, he needed He needed to guide them to eat with bitzimsum and not with uh, a, 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 too much, because again, that's something which isn't plenty. So we, again, he's also translating them that, that he needed to actually manage them. The supporter, as we mentioned earlier, also says something similar, that he had to give them a, a little bit at a time so that they shouldn't have too much, uh, you know, because A, that's not healthy, probably B, they wouldn't have enough for the whole year. But according to the support, he actually doesn't, as we said earlier, he doesn't translate the word Lunaha to mean manage, rather it means to lead gently or to lead slowly, which he, mean, which he translates to means that he gave them a little bit at a time. So he doesn't have the same translation as Rashi, that means that you head? it's rather he's saying that it means leading slowly. So the question is, why, the next question we have to have is, why does, Rashi, why does Rashi need to bring two proofs? He brings Emanahullah and Amin Emanuchis. So the idea is, the word Amenahallah, that's in the context of the Jewish people in Galus, where they have no one who is guiding them, no one who is leading them. So when we're talking about the Jewish people in Galus, that they have no leader, that's not understood. As we, It doesn't mean they had no one to guide them to go from point A to point B. That's not obviously what's referring to that. They had no one to tell them where to go or to, rather means is they didn't have any type of spiritual guide, they didn't have someone to give them a direction, no one who was able to manage them, to advise them, to lead them where they need to be or what they're supposed to be doing. So over there in Yeshaya, a is the same type of idea about hugging you khadis, to guide them in a much more general sense than just leading them physically, but leading them for all of their, uh, everything that they need. The is not satisfied just with that one proof, because over there, a means for like, the, like, let's say for the government, all, all the different needs of, 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 of a government over people. So you could translate it in a sense to mean is that he's leading them, let's say, from like a bad situation to a good situation, you know, something like that. So it means, yes, some type of um, more of an abstract type of leadership, it doesn't mean leading them physically from point A to point B, but still, even if we're gonna say that it means in a stick way that he's guiding them from a bad situation to a good situation, that, still wouldn't, that, that, that you could still translate that way and then it wouldn't work in our passage because our passage is talking about that he's literally taking care of their detailed needs. He's t- managing their actual bread. They're managing the bread that they get a, 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 according to how much they need and when they need it. So therefore Rashi has to bring a second proof which is, Amenei Menuches Zina So Amenei Menuches is uh is, the, the pit is talking about how Hashem provides for our needs and one of the things is, Amenei Menuches that on the main on the calm waters in Aleni, uh, you take care of me. So we see that even in regards to our actual needs, it says that Hashem is taking care of us. So why does Rashi bring this as the second proof? The reasoning is because that capital on its own, you could really translate now Aleni either way. The capital is talking about as Hashem is my, my shepherd, I will not be lacking. And then it gives you a muscle, as if like, you know, it's a flock of sheep. And the capital says, that you let me crouch down on uh, green meadows. I'm um, a name, you lead me and you guide me on by fresh water. So you could understand that what the is trying to tell you is that it means to lead from point A to point B. You're leading me from a place where there is no water to a place where there is water. So on its own, you could say means that you're guiding me to water. So therefore, Rashi can only bring this as the second proof to say that once we know that Yinalini can have these two translations, then this second translation would fit in this capital. Because the capital is really talking about how Hashem Hashem that Hashem takes care of me, I'm not missing anything. So therefore, when it says you're able to give it that more general type of meaning instead of just, that you guide me to me rather you would translate it to me, that oh, by these beautiful waters, by these calm waters, you're taking care of me, which means that you're providing for all of my needs. So that would fit better into the capital that yanali doesn't just mean that you're taking care of, you're taking me to water, but rather it means, is that you're actually taking care of my needs, you know, water plus everything else, uh, which is, which is needed. So I this would be an example where the word Yenah is doesn't just mean a general leading, let's say, from a good situation to a bad situation, but it means that Hashem is actually taking care of us with our detailed needs. He's taking care of our drink, our food, everything that we would need. Aminim Minuch would mean that by these calm waters, Yenah you're taking care of me to make sure that I have everything that I need, uh, you know each day according to those those days needs water, food, whatever I happen to need. So it's prati stick in needs. It doesn't mean from a good situation to a bad situation. It means literally everything that a, a person is wanting of Hashem would provide. So that's why he brings the second proof. But still it's the second proof because only once we have the first proof that we can see that Han can mean Han like a Yuchadh, a, some type of general type of Hashem guiding and, and managing what we need, then when we have the second Pasuk, we're able to say, hey, I'm you could also have that same type of translation and over here it would mean even regarding to the details Hashem is managing and guiding us. And that's why also Ravashi says V'daymulay, it doesn't say V'chein because V'chein would imply that it's exactly the same meaning as our Pasuk. But it's not. It's only both of them together only both of them together the Rebbe says it like this Only through both of these psukim together is it daima because as we see from both psukim, if we just had the first pasuk from Yeshaya, we could learn Allah just means this general type of, uh, of of managing the Jewish people, but not necessarily in the details. If we had only the second pasuk, we could understand it to mean that Hashem is leading physically from one spot to another spot, to a spot where there's no water, to a spot where there is water. So it's only when, Doimalite means that it's only similar because our pasik you can only have it's it's in a sense similar to both, but not exactly the same. It's similar to the first shop because it has that general under, uh, meaning of the word Hanhaga. On the other hand, it's also similar to the second pasik because it means even regards to the details, but it's different than the second pasik because the second pasik could have two translations. While in our pasik it could only mean uh Vinaha Game that Hashem is taking care of our uh, actual needs. So now what I would like to do is, I would like to just go through, this will be the second part of the shir, where we have a few other proofs that Rashi could have brought, and the question, of course, is why didn't he bring them? So one of the questions that the Rebbe asked in the Sifa is that it says in Yishai, that it says, that with his mercy he leads us, and he and he leads them on springs of water. So the shaila is over there. It also says this expression of and it's actually exactly the same words as our pasik. It's yinahale, uh, uh, al So why bring these other psukim of, of al meymanuchas yinahale or a menala which had the same cherish, but it's not exactly the same word. Why don't you bring the pasuk shower? It's literally the exactly the same word. It's vina and al labuaymay, so the answer is, because in that pasik, you're able to, that pasik, you'd actually translate it, or you could translate it as, means that he led them to springs of water. And why would you translate it that way? Because the pasik at the beginning says, av again, that with his Rachmanis, with his love or his, his mercy, his compassion, he guides them. Again, this is not about the Jewish people, he's guiding them. So already at the beginning of the pasik, it's talking about. Guiding the Jewish people because it doesn't say what he's guiding them in. So, with his mercy, he's guiding them. It doesn't say if you point to point B or to where he's going. So, therefore, is mashla that he guides them in general, he takes care of us. So, means that because of his love for us, he manages us, he takes care of us. So, then when it says at the end of the pasik, what is that coming to add? So, it's coming to add that he takes care of us in regards to the water specifically. Because if you look at the beginning of the pasik, the beginning of the pasik says that that until that point, they were thirsty for water or hunger for food. So then the Pasuk says, it's telling you that Hashem will take care of that particular need that you have. So there's the general thing that He's going to take care of, all of your needs. And then this is regarding this specific need that the Pasuk mentions about being hungry and, 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 and thirsty. Uh, so therefore, that wouldn't have been a good proof because means the Chaira actually uh, uh, bringing them or settling them, probably settling them on the Boi If you actually look at Targum on that Pasuk, the Tagim translates the word, kimarachma minaha He says, means darvinun, which means leading. See, So his rahman is he leads them. And when it says, yinahaleim, he translates shirinun, which means settled. So he settles them on mabuyimayim. So he doesn't even translate that as a word of of, of guiding, but rather he translates it the word of settling. So he settles them all on, yinahaleim, he settles them on mabuyimayim. So that's the idea of taking to a place of water. So that would definitely not be the same translation in our pasik. The other pasik we mentioned was from B'Shalach by the Az where it says, mm-hmm. So why doesn't Rashi bring that Pasek? So over there in that Pasek, it says, mm-hmm. So if it says "el," it clearly means he's taking them to a place. So that would have this first meaning of the word leading, a, a physical type of leading from point A to point B, from the, the midbar, to the Nevei Kachacha. So that would not be a good uh pasik to bring. in by us, where it says uh the pasik that he actually does bring is the idea of um right? So in the desert, not to the desert, but in the desert he's he's taking care of them and he's uh managing them. Okay, um, so the question, of course, is just to finish off with that pasik in Beshalach, so Rashi does anyways translate it. He says over there, it means Lush and Menahel. So he uses the idea of Lashon, so clearly he's saying it's not the same word as Manah doesn't mean Hashem is leading, but it comes from the same idea of Menahel, that it's a, some type of guard, a leading. So it's not a leader, it means guiding. And he then upslags Tarik of Unculus, translates it as bearing. So what's Rashi trying to tell us over there? Why does Rashi need to translate a word? We said at the beginning that if the word's Parshat, Rashi doesn't need to translate every time if the Torah the brings the word manal. A, we already had it already by Yaakov and that says, Nas, not, It says, Nah, if he doesn't translate it. In our Parshat, he does already explain what the word means. So I explained it again in parshas B'Shalach. It seems like a Parshat word that doesn't need translation. And any translation you have, why can't we use what you have already over here? So I guess the second part you already know because it's not the same word. He's not translating it the same way. But why does he have to translate over there? The reasoning is because in that pasuk it says, nechisa v'chazdecha. It says you guided with chesed. So since it already says nahisa, which means guided, therefore you can have the machshava. Okay, if he already says nechisa means guiding, then the nahalta would mean something else. And maybe it means like Targum is the same. Maybe it means that he carried them. He needs to have some type of difference in translation. So therefore, Rashi says, "No, it comes to the lation of and Ayah. I. So, what would the pasuk mean according to this? The Pasik means that nahalta. Sorry, it says the chisa the that you were you 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 uh, guided them a with chesed, and then you also guided them with eyes. So it's two different types of guiding. The Ibn Ezra actually gives a little bit more details. He says the chisa the chazdecha means that you guided them with chesed. That would be the amud and the Amur h and the anan the cloud. And then it says, it uh, means that you guided them with your strength, not with their own strength. That it was Hashem's strength, Hashem's power, that uh, guided us to the Nevei It wasn't through our capabilities that we were able to do this, it was through Hashem's capabilities, it was Hashem's strength. But either way, there's a difference of connotation over here. One is guiding through chesed, the other was the guidance that Hashem used eyes in order to take us where we needed to go. So there was this chesed and oiz compartment, De- uh methods of taking us and guiding us. Therefore it would still fit, even though they both mean have the same idea of, of guiding from point A uh, to point B. Um, so the Rebbe points out that based on this we could actually also understand why Targum Unclus and Pashda Shalach, Taka does translate it somewhat differently. Meaning is why doesn't Targum Uncleus just translate the word Manal to Pshuta that means leading? Because lachar. maybe, the reasoning is because since it already said Nechisa, so, so Targum Unklus needs to translate it somewhat differently in the second part of the Pasek, else will just be ibrit. And the Rebbe doesn't say this next point, but I've seen in other places that that the other commentators say that Targum Unklus in general doesn't like translating, at least in the same Pasek, two words with the same translation. Because if the Pasek brings two different words, he doesn't want to bring... The, the translation of the sort of same word, they both mean menaham. Why, why does Asim use a different word? So usually he will bring a different word for each one of them to kind of show somewhat of the difference between the two words. So either way, because of that, that's why Tiger translates translates the second one to mean bearing, and, and that comes from the same idea of of guiding. Could be that that's where he's getting it from. When you're guiding, so part of the guiding is he didn't just, just guide the Jewish people, there; he actually carried them, he bear, bared them which um, maybe has somewhat of more of a connotation of taking care of us. Um, Similar to Rashi says in our parsha, but maybe not, I don't know. But it has this idea of of, of a, a not just he's leading them, but he's also caring that he's t- taking care of us to at least a certain ex- extent. Uh, or he says maybe Targum Nicholas got it from the word azcha. It says, nahalta abba azcha, that you, nahalta with oiz, oiz is strength. So what fits better with oiz, strength, that it's the idea of caring. So you carried them with your strength. So he says maybe that's why Targum Unklus translates it over there in that parsha. And then based on this, we can jump back to our parsha. So we said that Targum Unklus by us translates the word, bin, bin Balachem, it means that you provided them with bread. Rashi doesn't upslug in our parsha. So Rashi upslugs it there, but he doesn't upslug it by us. What's the reasoning? I shouldn't say the word upshlag. Rashi doesn't Apshlag the Taika he's saying tag Unkelis was a Middatic after the Ivaris, he's just explaining the concept which is behind it, the concept of, of, of leading by carrying them to where they need to go. So he's just saying that's not Mamish what the word means, it's more the concept. But either way, Rashi does that in Parashat of but doesn't do that in our Parsha, why not? Because the reasoning is, because in our Parsha, it's obvious that he's not explaining it, it according to what the actual word means. Because vinalim, of course, doesn't mean providing food. You know, supporters that that means maybe guiding them slowly or gently. Fine, that could somewhat fit because we see the other places in Tyra. But vinalim obviously doesn't mean providing them with food. That's definitely not the word vinalim. At the it's very obvious and clear what R- Tyra Munklus is trying to say in our parasha. He's trying to explain the in. The Inu, vinalim, means that he took care of them. So according to that shot, it could be that actually Targum and Rashi are saying the same thing. Because Rashi is saying he took care of them when he regards the bread. And Targum is translating, what does that mean? That he provided them with bread. So he's providing them with bread. could mean the same thing what Rashi is trying to say is that he made sure that they had everything they need. He's providing them with everything they need. He provided them with the bread, I should say, that they need. Masha Inken uh, over there in Parashat Tashalah, but Rashi is translating the word differently. And the word that Targum gives could somewhat fit. With the word of uh, of of of, of uh, Nahalta, therefore Rashi has to point out that even though it's somewhat similar, but doesn't mamish mean nah- it doesn't mean caring? That's he's not being medactic. After lashna he's explaining even over there the inyan which is there according to the according to the context context of the pasuk there. And one last point um, that that there's another pasuk in Yeshay, This is a pair man pasuk in Aleph. It says V'chakei Nahel. That uh, again, talking about the Jewish people coming back there to Israel, he says he will carry them. It's talking about he's comparing them to, in a sense, like almost animals that he will carry them. The in his bosom, oylis <inaudible> in <bosom>. inahel. <inaudible> are nursing mothers. Inahel <inaudible> he will guide them. Right, so he will oil inahel. <inaudible> he will guide them uh, like Oiles, <inaudible> like these nursing mothers. So the question is, why doesn't Rashi bring that pasuk over here? Oylis inahel. <inaudible> uh, the answer is, because over there, you would also translate the Pasuk to mean he's guiding them. It means literally guiding them. He's like he's guiding the animals physically to where they need to go. And that's not the meaning of our Pasuk over here. Therefore, would mean uh, leading. And it's interesting, Rashi over there, he does translate Oyleis. He says, says meaning is it's the same idea, not Manal itself with the idea of, but this, this general idea of, he's guiding them to where they need to go, meaning from point A, point B. Ibn Ezra and the Radak over there translate it. They translate like the Soparno did. The means that since they're nursing mothers, he's trying to say is that he guides them gently. So he's trying to say that the Jewish people when they're coming back from Israel, he's gonna take care of each individual according to what they need. And the those who are like he will guide them gently to Eric Yisrael. I just realized I missed one Ha'ar that I wanted to go over with you. So this Ha'ar will be taken out of context for the rest of this year, so just consider this an extra credit. On uh, R 16, the Rebbe wants to maybe give another option of how to translate V'inah game in Rashi. So we said V'inah game is K'moy V'inah game, which is in a Pasek in tehillah, and it means on Hagim Yuchadis. The Rebbe says, maybe, you don't need to say this, Chilash V'nahagey means a pasik Maybe what Rashi is just trying to tell you is game that it's like the word Vinahage, meaning, meaning the toichen of what the word V'nahagey usually means. Meaning like this, that the Pashtas, we can say that when it says the words Hanhala, or V'nahaleym, that would mean meeting someone physically. A pu'ula gashmias, like a snala li'iti. While well, when it says the lashon of this would mean a neo ruchni a leading a spiritual uh, leading. So and so maybe that's what Rashi is trying to tell us that when it says beinah Lame," it doesn't always need to mean something physically being like somewhere because that wouldn't fit in our pasuk. He's trying to tell us it means like beinah game, which sometimes can mean a a, a, a ruchni stick, a, a neo ruchni guiding spiritually, which that would mean in our pasuk. So v'ina'alei m'alakha means that he guided them uh, in exchange for bread, or he guided them spiritually with bread. Uh, The Rebbe doesn't elaborate what it means that he will guide them spiritually, so it could mean, I guess, ruchnius, literally. He guided them spiritually by giving them bread, That he had a very strong influence on them, and he was able to guide them. So it could mean ruchnius, or it could just mean, in a more abstract form, uh, fashion, v'ina'alei, that he guided them, um, you know, I don't know if it means business, uh, a day-to-day life, that he somewhat guided them because he was providing them bread, but the Rebbe says that shot wouldn't actually work, because the word vina'agim we've already had many times in the in the Torah before, especially before this classic. and usually the lashon ha'halakha actually means a physical type of hanhanga. So therefore, saying that vina'ale means vina'agim because vina'ale means ruach means gashnis uh, means kashmi game means ruach that's just not true. So therefore, saying kemoi game then it means uh, he, he's guiding them spiritually, that would not actually work. Rather, as we translated before, it means it's going to this posik in Tehillim, where it means, where it means that he took care of them, a special type of an where he's taking care of all of their needs, just like an ader in the midbar needs someone to take care of all their needs.